What is going on, beautiful people? I hope you are having an amazing day. Welcome back to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. I'm your host, Jay Nixon. And if you know anything about me or you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you know that my goal is to help you live your happiest, healthiest life while on the quest to cure obesity. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I am immensely grateful that you spend your time listening to me rant and ramble about all things health, wellness, abundance, and opportunity. It absolutely means the world to me. Today's episode is sponsored by my brand new weight loss transformation program called FLEX. FLEX stands for a flexible lifestyle eating and exercise program. And my promise is this, it will be the last program you ever need to purchase. It is a weight loss program that is not a diet. I know that just blew your mind. This is not a diet. There's no pills, potions, or false promises that you have to purchase. There's no fad, no covers of magazines, no doctors and lab coats. This is real deal lifestyle transformation that is going to change your life forever. You will never need to do another diet. You're going to get expert level support and accountability. You're going to get transformative information about how to eat, when to eat, what to eat. There's three reasons that people struggle with weight loss. There's too, It's too much, too often, or the wrong combination. They're either eating too much food, too often, or they're eating the wrong combinations. And I'm going to help you fix all three of those. Thousands of people just like you have ditched the depressive diet roller coaster, have come on board with the Thrive Forever Fit flex program and are transforming their lives. We've got clients that have lost 10 pounds in the first seven days, 15 pounds, 20 pounds. We've got clients that are over 130 pounds down. Guys, I promise you, this is the last program you'll ever need to purchase. And I am more than honored to offer it to you so that I can help you on your journey. All right, let's get to the show. My intention with today's message is to help you ditch the dieter's mindset, and those dreaded diets once and for all. My mission is to show you how to lose weight without dieting, deprivation, or starvation. And instead, I want to show you how to live and thrive within a flexible lifestyle system for the rest of your life. Now, that's got to sound pretty cool. For those of you that don't know me, or maybe this is your first time hearing me speak, my name is Jay Nixon. I am the creator of Thrive Forever Fit Flex. I am the owner of Thrive Fitness Studio, the creator of the Thrive Elite line of supplements. I've written two best-selling books, The Overweight Mind and The Purpose of Pain. And I've had the opportunity to speak on stages and in front of people all over the world, spreading the message of weight loss and optimal health. And I don't tell you any of that to be boastful. I tell you that so that you fully understand that I am committed to helping people just like you live a life of wellness that they deserve and desire. So with all that said, let's jump in and let's create a positive impact and create some positive momentum on your weight loss journey. Our current societal belief is broken. If you see someone in today's world eating healthy food, you immediately believe they must be on a diet. Let me give you an example. Fast food, high sugar foods like boxes and bags of 
cookies and donuts and hamburgers and french fries and all of those things are considered normal in today's society. But if we see someone eating a high protein meal like a grilled chicken breast with half of an avocado and some greens, we automatically think, gosh, that, that person must be on a diet. That person must be doing something radical to starve or deprive themselves. They must be trying to lose weight. We've got that completely backwards, don't we? Shouldn't it be the other way around? Like eating normally should be eating high quality foods. Like the diets are really made up and prescribed of those unhealthy foods because any kind of diet that you're on is really a starvation or a deprivation mechanism that has built-in failure at the back end. Because think about it, every diet you've ever tried has an end date. And anything with an end date has a failure mechanism already built into the end of it. Because what will you do once the diet ends? And we can simply do this by raising our hands if we've ever been on a diet. Right? Every hand in the room goes up. Most of us multiple diets, most of us dieters for 10, 20, 30, sometimes 40 years. And if those diets worked, we wouldn't be on this call today. We wouldn't be listening to me today. We wouldn't be in the current societal situation that we're in today. So the truth is this. We don't need another diet. We don't need another new fad diet or diet pill or quick weight loss scheme. We don't need any of that. Those have proven themselves time and time again to not work. What we need is a shift of our mindset. And we need to develop a new relationship with food. Not even just a new relationship with food. We need to repair our relationship with food. So I'm not here today to tell you about a new diet. I'm actually going to try to do the exact opposite. I intend to convince you today that you never need to diet again. And if I do my job today, you will understand that you can create a lifestyle in which food is simply a small part in which eating and weight loss no longer have control over you. The majority of my clients, when they come to me, say, all I think about is food. I think about food when I'm eating it. I think about food when I'm not eating it. I think about food. What food am I going to eat next? Is this food going to make me fat? Is this food going to blank? What I'd like to do is create a lifestyle for you, with you, that food is simply a part of, and it no longer has control over you. You no longer have a negative or damaged relationship with food. Because the truth is, diets don't work. They haven't worked for a very long time. And if they did, like I said a while ago, we would not be, you would not be in the situation that you're in now. Because like I said, I guarantee you, everyone listening right now, either live or if you're listening on replay, you have tried a diet and it has failed you. Most of us have tried multiple diets. I can't tell you how many clients that come to me and say, Jay, I've tried everything. And I say, okay, let's talk about everything. And they've tried everything. They literally list 30 different diet and quick fix scams and schemes that they've tried over the years. And it's saddening. I hate to see it. It breaks my heart. But there's a real truth, guys. There's three reasons that people struggle with weight loss. And not one of them not one of them requires a diet. Think about that. 
There's three main reasons people struggle with weight, and not one of them requires a diet to correct. Let's jump in. Reason number one, we eat too much food. Now, that's really obvious, right? I mean, you're, I mean, nobody just flew back in their chair and was like, oh, my gosh, Jay, that is epiphanal. Hear me out, though. We eat too much food. According to recent studies, people underestimate the calories they consume every single day by 25 to 50 percent. Think about that. If you're underestimating your caloric intake daily by 25 and up to 50 percent, that could be catastrophic for someone who's trying to lose weight. Studies show again and again that humans have a great tendency to underestimate what they have eaten during the day, and they tend to minimize the calories in the foods that they eat. And here's the truth. Often individuals that are seeking to lose weight are asked to keep a food diary. Hey, write down everything you eat. And while some people are find recording their intake is a great way to increase their awareness around food, others tend to feel embarrassed or guilty. And some people tend to be so guilt-ridden and shameful about that they underreport the specific foods and the amounts that they eat. Like they'll say they had three chips or one cookie when they had 30 chips or five cookies. Other sources say that people who record their food simply think it's just too hard. And they think it's too hard because it is. Who wants to record what they eat for the rest of their life? I always tell my clients this, like counting macros sometimes is a necessity in the beginning because you do need to understand what food is. You do need to understand the quantities of food that you're consuming on a daily basis so that you can make adjustments to that. But who wants to record their food in their phone for the rest of their life? Nobody. Definitely not me. I've gotten myself to a place and space in my life where I don't have to record anything and it is freeing, it is liberating. But in order to get there, sometimes we have to take some measures in order to start to understand what it is that we're doing and why it is that we're doing it. So here's the truth. Recording your food has, a, has one major benefit and it is so that you understand what serving size is and what food really look like. But the truth is, based on these studies, is that People are underreporting. Even when they're entering the calculations into their phone, they're underestimating the caloric intake that they're having. Many studies using these dietary recall mechanisms, unfortunately, have shown to contain inaccuracies or people sugarcoating the actual, no pun intended, sugarcoating the actual consumption because they're embarrassed, because they feel guilty. And so when that happens, they underestimate their intake. Cornell University recently did a study, and it says that everyone, everyone, regardless of size, underestimates their caloric intake. They use the word normal. I'm using air quotes there, and I believe what they mean by that is somebody who's not trying to lose weight. So they say normal weight people underestimate their calories by 20%. That's still a pretty big number, right? And overweight people underestimate their calories by up to 40%, with other sources saying that number could be up as high as 50%. So think about that for one second. Reason number one, we eat too much. 
If you're normal weight or somebody who doesn't want to lose weight and you're underestimating by 20%, that could still cause a little bit of weight gain, right? A little bit of trouble losing weight or staying at the weight that you want to be at. But if you're overweight and you're underestimating by up to 40 to 50%, can you see how catastrophic that would be for your weight loss? And can you see how that would have nothing to do with a diet? Nothing, not one thing. Because if you're underreporting, if you're underestimating, regardless of the foods you're eating, you're still eating too much. That's why reason number one is so profound and so easy for you to get control of. You don't need, you don't need to join a diet. You don't need to restrict or starve yourself. You just need to get a better understanding of the calories that you're actually consuming. That's fantastic news, guys. Number one, reason number one should have just shined a light bulb on everything that you're dealing with. And been this is awesome. This is great news. Let's jump into reason number two. We eat too often. Think about that. We eat too often. The average person starts eating within 30 minutes of getting out of bed. And they don't stop eating until 30 minutes before they go to bed. And here's the crazy part of that. Based on recent data, the average person wakes up at 6 a.m. and goes to bed a little before midnight. That's 18 hours of being awake. And based on that 30-30 ratio that I just mentioned, that's 17 hours of active feeding per day, which only allows six hours of complete fasting. That ratio is completely backwards and completely in reverse of our ancestral lifestyle. Like our grandparents, grandparents, grandparents did not eat for 17 hours a day. They didn't have access to food for 17 hours a day. They didn't have the the quantity and, 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 and differentiation of foods that we have today. They couldn't get strawberries year round. They couldn't get apples year round. They couldn't get donuts every single, you know, see what I'm saying? Like the access we have to food is one of our biggest detriments. We're eating too often. And let me explain this. Several famous diets, and I use the word famous not because they're good for you or because they're successful, but because they use celebrity endorsements and they use high marketing budgets, have come out with this system of three meals and two snacks per day. Have you ever thought why they did that? Three meals and two snacks. They built the diet based on how you already eat. Because the one thing that human beings cannot stand is what? Change. And so if I don't require you to change anything, you're more likely to do my diet. And if it's a celebrity endorsed diet or a diet with a high marketing budget, you don't even know the person that created it or is prescribing it. You just saw it in a magazine or in a book or you read about it on the internet or it was a social media post. Then... There's no real accountability or support from that. And so they build the diet based on how they know you're already going to eat anyway. So they know you're going to do the diet. Three meals, two snacks a day. They built the diet based on understanding how the average person is going to overeat anyway. And so they might as well trick you into thinking that you're doing a good job as long as you're following the diet's instructions. So all they do is they hire a celebrity. They hire a doctor to endorse the diet and they give it a trendy name. And the results are always the same. 
you spend a ton of money, you get zero support or accountability, and then you get frustrated and you quit, and rightfully so. But truth be told, you keep going back to the well. You keep chasing the next celebrity-endorsed diet. You keep chasing the next diet that is at the magazine checkout stand at the grocery store that has the doctor in the white lab coat that says you can lose 30 pounds in 30 days, right? You can lose 60 pounds in 40 days. Like the more radical the claims have had to get because people have gotten so burned that now they're just chasing these radical claims. When the truth is, if you look at reason number one and reason number two, neither of those reasons have anything to do with a diet and a diet that is that is predicated on the actual reason you're struggling is not going to help you. We eat too much and we eat too often. Now, those are really simplistic in nature. Number three is going to is going to shock you a little bit. And this is where I really want you to pay attention. So number three is this. We eat the wrong combination of foods. Now, this one always shocks people a little bit. The first two are pretty obvious because you can say, yeah, you know what? I probably I probably do eat too much. My portion size is maybe a little too big. And yeah, I am snacking more and I'm eating kind of all day long. I guess see both of those, Jay. The wrong combination? So the first two are pretty obvious, but this one requires a little bit of science and a little bit of understanding of how the body processes food. And so I promise here to keep this really simple and easy to understand. So I'm going to use a few examples and a couple of analogies, and I think this one's going to land for you and going to be really eye-opening. So let's use the zone diet as an example. So the zone diet is a famous, and I'm using air quotes again, famous diet that has been around forever. And But you could really replace the zone diet in this analogy with about 95% of the other diets out there that just have another fancy name, and they would all be the same. So the zone diet prescribes that you consume 40% of your calories from carbs, 30% of your calories from protein, and 30% of your calories from fat. Now, the first the first glaring issue with this is the 30% protein, but I'll, I'll wait and touch on that later because that's not even the worst part of this diet. That's not even the most detrimental piece of the zone puzzle. So let's look at the 40% carbohydrates and the 30% protein. And if you remember what we said earlier, that everyone, me included, everyone underestimates the calories and percentages that they're consuming. So we know it's going to be really easy to miscalculate this 40% carbs and 30% fat at the end of the day, right? We know we're probably going to underestimate those and consume higher percentages and portions of those. Correct. We're all going to agree. Okay. Here's the major flaw with this diet. They're prescribing two competing, that word's super important, two competing fuel sources in virtually the same ratio. Hear me out. So we have two fuel sources that we're using for energy. One of those fuel sources is carbohydrates. Your body breaks down carbohydrates into glucose. So glucose or blood sugar is an energy source for your body. Glucose can be used immediately or it can be stored in the liver for later use. That storage is where the issue begins to arise. And we'll, we'll dive a little deeper into that in a second. Let me, let me touch on the fat for a second. So fat is the other fuel source. So we only have two fuel source options as human beings. We can have carbohydrates as fat, I mean, as fuel, or we can have fat as fuel. 
Your body processes fat in the following way. Triglycerides must be broken down in, by hydrolysis into two principal components, fatty acids and glycerol. And those two components are then utilized as fuel sources for the body. Now, if we think about it, fat kind of gets a bad rap because just its name in general, right? Like we're all here trying to lose body fat and they name one of the key macronutrients fat. So they could have given it a name like fuel terrade or fuel teen or something like that just to give it a better fair shake, but that's neither here nor there. So when fat is used as a fuel source, it's known as the process of ketosis, right? So we've all heard of the ketogenic diet. I'm not here today prescribing the ketogenic diet. I'm, I'm simply letting you understand that when that's really all the keto, ketogenic diet means is that you're utilizing fat as a fuel source. So ketosis is actually a metabolic process where when the body does not have glucose, carbohydrates, blood sugar for energy, then it actually burns the stored body fat that you have inside of your body. And that's how you lose weight. So here's where the major issue arises. This is where it's going to get super interesting and, and eye-opening for you. So I'm going to use an analogy that's really simple for you to understand so that you can understand why having those two competing fuel sources is a horrible idea and a major problem for your body and for weight loss. So like I said earlier, the word competing is critical. The reason behind that is the body cannot, you have to, remember, you have to listen to this very clearly, the body cannot process and burn two fuel sources simultaneously. So this creates the necessity for storage, the storage of energy. What is the storage of energy? It's more commonly referred to as the storage of body fat, right? So if you have two competing fuel sources, let's go back to the, the uh, zone diet, 40% carbohydrates and 30% fat. And we know that both of those are going to be miscalculated. So let's just call it 40-40, right? 40-45, whatever. The majority of your caloric intake is two energy sources that are going to compete to be utilized. And the one that loses is going to have to be stored as body fat. So here's the analogy. The above mentioned nutritional intake prescription with the equivalent would be the equivalent of this. Your mechanic telling you, I want you to go to the gas station and I want you to fill your car up with half of regular gasoline and the other half. So do half a tank of regular gas and do half a tank of diesel. That, that's insane, right? That's mind-blowingly crazy. Like nobody listening right now would do that. Actually, you'd fire your mechanic immediately and you would leave. You would never listen to another word that person had to say. But nutritional professionals, medical professionals, Companies that are supposed to care about your, your you and your health are prescribing the very same thing when it comes to your nutrition. They're prescribing that you take two fuel sources and fill your body half a tank with this one and half a tank with that one. What would happen if you put half gasoline and half diesel in your car? Catastrophe, right? Your, your car would break down immediately. You would ruin your car. This is what we're doing to our bodies. We're ruining our bodies based on two competing fuel sources. That's insane, right? So this is, this is, my, this is my 
objective today is to get you to understand that these three simple reasons, too much, too often, and wrong combination can be easily, easily adjusted without anything radical, without starving yourself. Have you noticed that I haven't said that any foods are off limits? I don't believe that there's bad food. Now, there are bad food-like products, like things out of boxes and bags and things of that nature. That's not really food. That's a food-like product that's been chemicalized. But I haven't said one word about don't eat this, eat that, whatever it might be. All I've simply shown you is three reasons why everyone struggles. Too much food, too often, and wrong combination. I haven't prescribed a diet. I haven't prescribed anything of that nature to you. And if you simply focused on these three reasons, your life would change dramatically. You would lose weight. You would create a lifestyle system for yourself that you never had to diet again. So by focusing on these three reasons, combined with the right level of support and accountability, right? see, because that's what no diet comes with. When you order the diet off the internet or you read the magazine or you read the book, you get zero support and you get zero accountability. And the further we move away from both of those, the weaker we actually become. The only way, I've been doing this for so long, and the only way I've seen people have success with weight loss is when they have unlimited support, radical accountability from a coach, a mentor, and other people doing the very same thing that they're trying to do. And when people do that, they never need another diet. They never have to chase another quick fix scam again. They never have to buy another pill, potion, lotion, something that's, oh my gosh, drink this thing or take this pill and you'll lose 30 pounds. Guys, you won't. I've been in this game since I was in my teens. You won't. I've seen it. I've seen it all. And it's time that we start getting serious and we, we start just telling the simple truth. The weight loss world is a multi-trillion dollar industry and it is broken. People are more confused. People are more overwhelmed and people are more overweight and out of shape than they've ever been in our entire existence. And the reason is because of nonsense. The three things I've spoken to you about today have nothing to do with nonsense. They're very easy to understand principles that can easily be adapted into your lifestyle to help you lose weight, get healthy, and never, ever, ever have to diet again. Let me give you a bonus tip. Here's something I want you to start focusing on today. So this bonus mindset tip is going to be a game changer for you. I want you to stop focusing on what you can't eat. And I want you to start focusing on what you can eat and what you can eat to help your body thrive. Because the truth is, like I said, there's no bad foods. There's only bad decisions based on your current situation. Think about that. There's no bad foods. You should not be depriving yourself, starving yourself. Those are failing formulas. Any, any diet predicated on deprivation and starvation, 500 calories, take this shot, eat this boxer, boxer bagged nonsense that's not even real food, is going to fail you because it's not sustainable. Any diet that's predicated on you counting points and doing this and that is going to fail you because it's not sustainable. Right? You didn't like math when you were in elementary school. You dang sure don't like it now as an adult. 
So why are you prescribed? Why are you allowing someone to prescribe you something that you didn't even like then that you're not going to do for an, an extended period of time? If you can't do it forever, don't do it today. Hear me. If you can't do it forever, don't do it today. Diets are not sustainable. Create a lifestyle for yourself that is sustainable, that you can do forever. That's magic. That's the way. That's the only way that you're really going to get healthy and you're really going to get fit. And here's the truth. I know that navigating the weight loss journey can be overwhelming, massively confusing. And so I'm going to offer you a couple of levels of support and assistance today. Because you listen to me rant and rave, I'd like to offer you, I've, I've created three, what I call jumpstart guides. So I've got a seven-day mindset, a seven-day meal, and a seven-day movement jumpstart guide that will get you moving in the right direction of creating this lifestyle for yourself. And you can have those absolutely free. I'm gonna, I'll post the links. Um, I'll send them to you. And you can actually have one of those if you want, or you can have all three. Up to you. Absolutely free. No strings attached. For anybody who would like a little bit of extra assistance, I'm also offering free 15-minute jumpstart calls where we can get on the phone and talk about you and your specific situation and see if there's any guidance that we can give you in order to help you get rolling in the right direction. Because like I said, it's it's without support and accountability, the likelihood of, of you getting to where it is that you deserve to be and desire to be is pretty slim because we're, we're pack animals. We're designed to do things together. And lastly, if you're listening and you've been you've been watching my social media, you've probably been seeing these orange squares pop up all over the place with shout outs of people losing weight um, with my Thrive Forever Fit Flex program. If you'd like to join that program and you've kind of been on the fence about it and today kind of moved you over, we would absolutely love to have you in the family and that's super easy to join. Um, in the last 90 days as a group, we've lost over 3,000 pounds as a team. And that number continues to go up daily. We've got clients all over the world. One of our clients in Australia is almost 20 pounds down in, in a short matter of like three weeks. Unbelievable. We've got clients all over the world, guys, and they're, they're having massive success without dieting. They're losing weight by creating a lifestyle program for themselves. So if you're interested in any of that, you can email me at info at thriveforeverfit.com. You can call or text me at 760-913-7424. Or you can send me a DM on any of the social media platforms and I will get you taken care of no matter what it is you want. If you want to join the Plex program, if you'd like to sign up for one of those free 15-minute jumpstart calls, or you'd simply just like one of the free guides, I would love to provide you with all of that assistance. Um, just as a gift from me to you. And please take into account those three reasons. I promise you, if you'll begin to focus on those and you'll get the right level of support and accountability, you can lose that weight once and for all and you'll never, ever, ever have to diet again. So thank you again, guys, for allowing me to part, be part of your journey. I am unbelievably grateful that you spent this time with me today and I wish you nothing but massive, massive, massive success. Go out there and be great. I'll see you soon. And if anybody has any questions that is on live, I would be more than happy to stay here and answer those for you. Let's take a peek. Question from Elizabeth. Elizabeth says, but does our body make glucose without carbs? 
Um, Elizabeth, your body actually doesn't, your body actually does make its own glucose sources. And the, it's a misconception that you need a large amount of glucose in order to um, sustain life. You absolutely do not. Um, there's massive amounts of studies that show that if you choose fat as your fuel source, that your body will metabolically convert over and, and fat can be your source for all energy sources, all cellular repair, but your body will always have enough glucose in it in order to do the things that is that glucose is necessary to do, like inside of your cells and things of that nature. And I'm also not prescribing a, a no carb, um, a no carb, I'm going to use the word diet, but I, even though I don't like it, I'm not prescribing a no carb lifestyle. What I'm simply saying by both of those things is that I believe in, in eating carbohydrates intelligently. And if 50% of your fuel source is carbohydrates, you are going to have a really challenging time unless you were an incredibly active human being of burning all of those glucose calories. And therefore you are going to get some fat storage. Fat, as in dietary fat, is an easier source for your body to utilize as fuel. And your body would actually, once you get converted metabolically in order to be able to do that, you're actually going to be able to lose more stored body fat by having a higher concentration of fat dietarily in your nutritional intake as opposed to carbohydrates. But I am not anti-carbohydrate at all. I think we have to eat, and I'm a big believer in intelligent eating. And I'm a big believer in creating a lifestyle system that works for individuals. I'll use, my, I'll use myself as an example. I personally work better and feel better when I use high protein and high fats and small amounts of carbohydrates as my nutritional intake. My significant other, Lori, who we've been together for almost 20 years, is the exact opposite. She would prefer a carbohydrate intake to be higher than her fat intake because she feels better on that particular style of nutritional intake. And so we're completely opposite, but both healthy, both don't need to lose weight. And so we've got two people living in the same household who have two very different lifestyle prescriptions for the nutritional intake, both having unbelievable success. And I say that because We've got hundreds of people across the world in inside of my Thrive Forever Fit Flex program, and not everyone is eating the exact same, and they're having unbelievable success. So I don't believe in one-size-fits-all cookie-cutter programs, but you also have to understand that you don't need, and I say this just because you have to understand me, you don't need a massive amount of carbohydrates in order to function as a human being. You just don't. It's been scientifically proven that your body does not need excessive amounts of carbohydrates. And what happens is when you get excessive amounts, unusable amounts, that's when you get body fat storage. That's when the liver gets involved in the process called glycation. You start storing body fat around the liver and all kinds of unnecessary problems arise from that. And so it's just a matter of creating that lifestyle formula and proportionate to how it's going to work best for you. Um, Trisha says, what is the ideal amount of hours we should be aimed to eat during the day? Trisha, this is a beautiful question. 
and it's an it's answerable in a in a in a form that is that's probably not um, just finite. I think everyone is slightly different. But if you look at the best results for how people are, if, if weight loss and, and anti-inflammation are your, your main reasons for your nutritional intake, then it's about a 16-hour fast and about an eight-hour feeding window seems to be the what I would call the sweet spot. So eating, eating in an eight-hour window and fasting for 16 hours seems to be the ideal but that doesn't have to be daily either. I think people think that nutrition has to be black or white. And that's what I'm trying to teach people is that a lifestyle has to be flexible. Like I do intermittent fasting virtually every day. And what I mean by that is I eat from 11 in the morning until about five o'clock every single day. So I fast for a little bit longer than the 16 hours. But that's only because I've been doing this for over 10 years and I found that that's what works best for my lifestyle. But there are days when I start eating at nine o'clock in the morning. And so you have to be metabolically flexible because I don't believe in the rigidity of a diet that says, well, you can't do this or it won't work. That's so not true, right? As humans, we have to have some flexibility built in. But for the most part, if you can create a lifestyle for yourself that opens up your fasting window, what that does is it gives your body time to recover. It gives your hormones time to to rebalance and and reinvigorate themselves. It gives your body time to heal. When we're in a constant state of digestion, digestion creates inflammation. We're in a constant state of an inflammatory process, and we're never really given our body time to chill out and do the other things that it needs to do besides digest food. And so what you'll find is that when when you reverse that script and you start fasting longer than you're feeding, that your body actually starts to respond, like your inflammation goes down. Like I suffer from, I shouldn't even say suffer. I have, I got diagnosed from with psoriatic arthritis when I was 13 years old. I'm 48 years old now. And I only say that for the next statement. I've never taken a medication for it. I don't take Advil. I don't take painkillers. I don't take anything. I control my inflammation with my nutritional intake. Pretty cool, right? Like I don't take any medications and I've been diagnosed with this condition since I was 13 years old. And if you sell my hands, they're, they're, I'll never be a hand model by any means, but I don't have to take medication for it. I don't have to take a biologic. I don't even have to take Advil because I'm controlling my inflammation naturally with my nutrition. That's pretty cool. Like that's, that's when you, that's a lifestyle that you can live with forever, right? Um, Next question. Danielle says, Jay, can you name some kinds of fats that are that you're talking about that are beneficial for the body? Yeah, a perfect example is. So when you look at dietary fat, right, um, any kind of protein that you're intaking is going to have some kind of coupling of fat with it. So let's take salmon, for example, salmon inside of the protein that's inside of the salmon fillet is going to be interlaced with a with a dietary fat that's in that. Perfectly healthy for you. That's where you get your omega-3 fatty acids. The same thing goes for like grass-fed or grass-finished like ghee. You, those are really good healthy fats for you. Avocados and avocado oils are really healthy for you. Some of the fats that come from particular nuts are really healthy for you. So those are all just sources. Olive oil is a really healthy fat source for you. 
So those are all just fat sources that you can utilize in order to have an energy source. And I think what, what we need to really understand is that once we get control of that too much and that too often, the other one, the wrong combination really takes care of itself through the process of not eating so much and not eating so often. Because if we look at that too often, think about the things that you're snacking on. Like very rarely does somebody go to the refrigerator and pull out a piece of chicken and have it as a snack. Or they go to the refrigerator and pull out a piece of salmon or a piece of steak or a hard boiled egg or, a, or any, they, they normally don't gravitate toward protein as that snack. Most of the snacking that we're doing that is expanding our feeding window is what? Sugary, starchy carbohydrates. And if we're over consuming those st sugary, starchy carbohydrates, what has to happen? Two things. You either have to burn it or you have to store it. And if we're consuming for 17 hours a day, unless you're really active, super active, you're going to store some of those additional calories as body fat. And that's why you're going to struggle to lose weight long term, because you're consistently storing as opposed to burning. Um, Elizabeth says, so I have this type of RA. Can I go into remission without medication? When... Sorry, this font's really small, guys, and I'm blind. So when you have a seropositive, so rheumatoid, a positive rheumatoid factor in your blood, anti-CCP antibodies, positive rheumatoid arthritis, when you have the rheumatoid arthritis factor and the CCP antibodies positive, there is much less of a chance of the arthritis going into remission, even with medication compared to those with blood tests that are negative. Um, Elizabeth, very, very true. And so what I would say to answer your question is this. If you could get to an ideal nutritional intake, then the, the impact of your RA is going to be minimized. I, 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 I don't know about the remission statement. Um, I would say that with my, with my arthritis, it, I would say I'm definitely not in remission. When I don't eat intelligently, I have what I would consider to be a flare-up. I have an inflammatory episode in which my body tells me very quickly, that was not intelligent. You should not be consuming those foods in that quantity. And therefore, I make quick adjustments. I'm able to do that because, number one, I'm not on medication. And so the medication is not masking any of my signs or symptoms meaning I'm very aware of, of what it is I have and when it is that it is inflamed. Sometimes if we're on medications for certain things, it, it masks the symptoms by covering up the pain and or inflammation a little bit. And then we, we eat things that we probably wouldn't eat or wouldn't consume if we weren't on those medications because our body would have a very different reaction. So I say that to say this. If you got your nutrition in a really positive, powerful place, meaning you were eating really well and for your body to have its lowest inflammatory state possible based on your situation, then you would definitely notice a, an improvement in the necessity and or the severity and quantity of your your um, 
arthritic inflammatory episodes for lack of a better term. But what happens is oftentimes we, we get ourselves to a new, a normal place of what we think is normal. And it's because that medication is covering up some of the side effects that are, that our poor nutritional life is, is, is kind of leading us. And I'll say this to say, if you're, if you're overweight, you're going to have more problems from an inflammatory perspective. So now for the last, I've been intermittent fasting and I've, I've had my current weight um, of 165 pounds for about the last close to 15 years, but I used to weigh 225 pounds. So I'm 165 pounds now. I used to be 225. And when I was 225, I can tell you that my inflammatory episodes were greater in severity and they came about way more often. And so when I, it wasn't until I got myself under control that I started eating more intelligently, got myself to, to my, what I, what I consider to be my normal weight of 165, that my inflammation started to subside. My inflammation and my, and my, my responses to um, my inflammatory um, episodes are few and far between now. I hope that makes sense. So if you get your, if you get your weight under control, um, and Elizabeth, I don't know you well enough to know, all it says is Elizabeth, so I don't have any context on, on Elizabeth who or what situation you're in, but I would love to, to help you more if, if you think that what I've said makes any kind of sense. Hey, before you go, I'd just like to say thank you again for listening to the Thrive Forever Fit podcast and watching on YouTube. It means the absolute world to me. And if you would, if you would do me one favor, and that is simply subscribe and review this podcast on whatever platform it is that you enjoy it on, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, doesn't matter. I would absolutely be so grateful and so thankful if you do that for me. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you again next week with an awesome, awesome episode. Bye.